0: Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old-Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old-time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit ComicWeb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week our podcast features an episode of Arch Obler's Plays called Crazy Town. It first aired on May 20th, 1939.
1: Arch Obler's Plays.
2: Of the night, we bring you a story whispered in the
0: night.
3: Oh, I say again to you, let the democratic powers have no illusions. We cannot be intimidated. We are ready. Our man of power is ready. Our youth stands ready. They invite through youth that has been tried and tested in the proving grounds even as our armaments have been death. A youth that understands the meaning of discipline, order, dynamic obedience to the leader and to the state, a youth that lasts with all of us after the weak decadence of democratic liberalism. A youth that lives, dares, does, the skies seeing with their wings. The wings of courage and daring, bringing the truer civilization and liberty to people who wait for it eagerly and with hope. Yes, I repeat, even now, the skies sing with the wings, the wings of daring and ambition and glory.
1: Yes, Captain. Isn't that the village? No, I don't think so. It is, I tell you. But Captain, the order says the village was won by a water hole. I see no water down there. What is the difference? For the orders. I am giving your orders. Drop down five hundred feet. I don't want to miss the beggars. As you say, Captain. They are all the same anyway. What's the difference if it is another village? We need all our petrol to get back. All right. Level off. Hold it. Two little presents and home we go non stop. I never disappoint a lady. Should I keep circle? Of course. Of course. Ah, this is the moment I like, Marlow. My hand on the release lever. The leader is right. Power is the greatest thing in the world. I know it is another villain. Marlowe, you're a fool. What difference does it make? The orders were to teach them a lesson. Well, one village is like another. Those beggars down there are of the same breed. Hold it steady. The lesson begins. There. And again. Climb! The order said we were the machine gun, the master. Machine gun what? Two holes in the ground. <laughs> home, you old woman, and fast. She is very pretty. And not quite. i
3: And be. the world here, the contribution of our youth to the civilizing forces, is one which all history will remember. It is an evidence of the revitalization of great ideals, the true ideals of power and force and the everlasting glory of righteous might. Youth are a glorious youth flying free in its newfound purpose and nobility. We salute you. We salute you.
1: Captain. Uh, Captain, wake up. Huh? What do you want? The wireless is not working again. Huh? If you to take over, I will fix it. Uh, all right. Fog, huh? Eh? Marlowe. Yes, Captain. When did the fog come up? While you were asleep. Uh, I do not like fog. Well, haven't you got that wireless going yet? It is no use. Huh? Resistance burned out. There is nothing I can do. The fog grows thicker. I have eyes, haven't I? Here, you, Uh, you take over. I was expecting that. Shut your mouth. Here, take over. All right. Captain, do you remember the time in the Plaza of Heroes they gave you a medal because... Stop talking. Put her up high. Might as well. No clear sky down here. It's high enough for you, Captain? Or does it make you dizzy? Are you out of your head? When the fog grows very thick, you lose your head, eh, Captain? Shut your mouth. I order it. I was remembering something else. Six months ago, when the Minister of War made you the Captain, remembering his speech, he said, for courageous, skillful flying... I warn you to stop talking. For all these months, I wanted to ask you one question, Vittoria. Whose was the skill and whose was the courage? Yours... Mine. When we are on the ground... If we I... are on the ground, it will be with my skill. Mine. Look. The fog grows thicker and thicker. Stop. You can see with your own eyes. Thick fog. Or wireless death. If I turn the plane over to you now, would you be as brave as the metal says you are? Close your mouth. For the last time, I tell you. The brave Captain Victoria... Who never flies alone. Shut your mouth. In the sun it is your master; that there is in the fog. It is mine. A frightening thing, the fog. hey eh, Captain. Like something alive that comes out of the ground and tries to pull flyers down to the hole and hell where they come from.
3: There's no way to close your mouth.
1: Why don't you blast a few holes now through the fog so we can see where we're going. This
3: is the last time you fly with me, Big mouth The last... Moth. What? Why? Huh? Malo, the port is. Got the back of the
1: Petrol line broken. Close the valve. Smaller. Smaller, Paulie. Get away from
3: me. Can't see anything. The fog. Stop pulling oh, at me, you fool. Mother, get me down. I don't want to die. I can't. you got a mark. Leave me alone. Fog. See, Yosu. We're crashing it. I won't die. I can't. I can't. Quick. Look. What? What? I saw. Yes.
1: They're over land. No. There is nothing There is land, I tell you. I yes.
3: Them. I see it. Oh, I am safe. I won't die. I will get down. I will. Down. 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 We're down. Yes. I told you. I told you I would get you out of this. I told you. Marlo! Ahead! The wall! The wall, stop!
1: Uh, oh. Victor.
3: Victor. Victor. Victoria. What? Oh.
1: It's Marla. Where are you? So dark. Oh, I see you. Bed next to me. Marla, Victor, you are right. My legs, legs broke. Well. Oh. My own pain is less now.
3: Oh, no, don't talk. Help.
1: No, Victoria. This honor is mine as well as yours. Huh? My legs, too. You lie.
3: You're all right. You want me to be in pain. Stop it. Jealous of my honor. You Stop always it. were. You. it.
1: Who wants to listen to you? Who wants to know where I am? Who wants to know how badly our ship was? Who we got here? For long,
2: I was unconscious. May I have the pleasure of answering
3: your questions, what?
2: good gentlemen? Who in Who's there? I, uh I don't know. So dark. My name, gentlemen, is Frederick Gibbon. Doctor of My medicine. Doctor. Doctor? The doctor. My legs, the pain is pain is quite secondary, believe me. But you must stop it. At once. I order it. Order?
1: Yes, yes. order. You don't know who I am. I'm Captain Victoria. Wait,
2: wait. I assure you I know your identity is quite well, good gentleman.
1: What do you mean?
2: Your identification papers were quite in order. And now a little more light, perhaps? Yes. But I'll see you. If you will pardon me. No, stay. The
1: pain. Shut my mouth, will you? How can he help us until he brings light? But the pain. Pain, pain. Did you expect to fall out of the clouds and wake up with the bands playing and a couple of women at your side? there you. are a fool, Vittor. A miracle happens to us. Smashing head-on and then coming out of it with no more than broken bones. I tell you, it is a miracle.
2: Hmm? The light. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh, that is, of course, only simple lanterns, but quite adequate, you will agree. Doctor, whatever your name is... I am captain of aviation. An active duty
1: for the command. I told
2: you, I know.
1: I know. Then you know your duty. Set my legs. Do you hear me?
2: What is your business, gentlemen?
1: But you said you knew who I was. My identification papers.
2: You said it. Yes, I said I knew who you were. But what is your business, gentlemen? Aviators. I'm captain captain of... of... Yes, a captain. What is your business, Captain? You asked to know what we do, Victor. What is your business, gentlemen? What is
1: any aviator's business?
3: To fly? But why do you stand there talking? My leg broken. Fix them.
2: Did you stop to fix the bones, Captain? After you dropped the bombs on them? What what do you I know of that? Your plane was smashed quite badly, gentlemen, but not completely. Yes, there were two miracles. What do you mean? What are you talking about? That the crash did not kill either of you, and that one small messenger of your civilization that was strung to the belly of your plane did not blast you to death. Bomb. it fell to the ground undamaged, unbroken, all of its explosive virility quite intact inside of its metallic loins. Poetic, that, eh? One of my bombs. Yes, one of your bombs. Quite unhurt.
3: But I'm hurt. Do you hear me? Fix my leg. Stop the pain. But why?
2: We here are like you, gentlemen. If bodies are broken, if pain is given, we go our calm way. We do not stop.
3: Good day, gentlemen. Wait. wait? Marlowe, make him wait. Wait, doctor. Doctor, come back. You can't leave me. Come back. I'm hurt. In pain help me? Are you crazy? (laughs) Yes,
2: Captain. Yes, indeed. I am.
1: and Pain cannot go on forever. My legs are quite numb now. Yours will become that way, too. The devil. Strange Davis, huh? Uh, You and I were born of the devil for smash-up and have a crazy man come to our rescue. What time is it? Time. Who knows?
3: But crazy old fool! Why is he want to do it? Do not
1: stop asking me why again, Victor. For a night I have been thinking those whys, and I know less than when I started. The man is crazy, that's all. When one is crazy, there are no whys. If you can't keep me here. Not me. I'll kill him. Wait. I'll... Listen. People. Yes. There must be a street right below the window. Get to the window, Mano. Get help. I throw something through the glass. Yes,
3: the lamp. No, no, stop. Huh? You'll bring the crazy devil up It's our here. only chance. No, 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 he'll
1: kill us. Do not throw it. I will. Keep it. Yes, you did.
2: Good, oh, good. good. Now, someone will come up here to help us.
1: And that old devil. I will have him put away where he I was. Can't... Huh? Listen. Yes.
2: Hmm?
1: I throw something through the glass. And everything below becomes quiet. Why should that be? Quiet. Listen.
2: Like, like uh, someone raising a ladder against the wall. Yes. Someone what is it?
1: coming. me Why a ladder?
3: You think it's the crazy?
1: You must have heard the glass breaking. Uh. Climbing appears to laugh at us. No. It can't be him. My legs. I've got to have help. Taler I'll three that. Look. Head coming up. Who? No.
3: No, it's not the crazy one. A girl. Yes. Come in, girl. Come in. We need your help. Yes, help.
1: Call the police. Aviators. I am the aviators. Come in, girl. We will not hurt you. Don't sit there on the windowsill and stare at this, you fool. Don't you understand? I'm Captain Victoria. Wait, Victoria. Wait. You frighten her. Come closer, girl. Closer. Look, my watch. I will give you this watch.
3: Pretty? You will give it to me?
2: Yes, yes, of course he will. Give it to her, Mallow. Here, here, girl.
3: Pretty? You You have other pretty things for me? Yes,
2: yes. Here.
1: Rings. My rings. There. Take them. Get help. Get me out of here.
3: Pretty. Oh, pretty. Pretty. You simple little fool. Try to understand. Get me help. Get me out of here. Pretty things. I like pretty things. We'll get you plenty of
1: pretty things. Cover you with them. Just go back the way you came and get help for me. Quickly.
3: I had so many pretty things.
1: Yes, yes, but hurry, girl.
2: Go quickly, get me
3: help. I want more pretty things. In my pocket, huh? Uh, I see. Oh. It hurts so to move. I have nothing. Mallow, you give her. A... Oh, you
1: know I cannot
3: move. Pretty,
1: pretty
3: wings.
1: Yes, yes, the wings on my tunic. You can have them. Here.
3: Pretty, pretty.
2: Now go, do you hear? Go get help.
3: Will they take these away from me too?
2: What is she talking about? I
3: don't know. And so many pretty things. They took everything away. Oh, my pretty thing. It it dropped from the sky. And when it was gone, everything was gone. Everything was gone.
1: Stop crying. (laughs) Who took what away from you?
3: From the sky. From the sky. (laughs) Marlon. This one's crazy to
2: me. Now, good gentlemen, it is time again to talk.
3: I'll kill you. I'll kill you. You
2: know, that's why I like you, Mallow. Well? Your captain is so overly dramatic. Kill you, he says to me. It is quite foolish and unnecessary, don't you think so? You
1: devil, you're keeping me here, not getting help. What are you trying to do? Cripple me for life.
2: I am doing nothing.
1: What are you going to do with us?
2: Money. I'll get you money. Just get me out of here. Money. In this community, those silly little pieces of paper and metal are quite useless. Are you crazy? True enough. But haven't either of you discovered the greater truth? Truth? What truth? That everyone in this community is crazy. Everyone crazy? Oh yes, indeed. it cannot be. But it is. No, you—you are the only one. How many times must I say it? This is my community, and we are all quite mad. Where are we? Or normal. All depending on the viewpoint. Where is this place? Huh? That's my little secret. Secret? What do you mean? Quite a long way from your uh, civilization, and a high wall circles us. Remember your airplane crashed into it? Oh. You see, my dear gentlemen, a long time ago the people of what was once known as the normal world decided that I wasn't quite normal, so they were going to put me away. But I escaped them. Oh, 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 quite cleverly. And I decided to make a world of my own. That is, a world normal to me. I don't know what you're talking about. It's simple. In a community where all men are mad. None are mad. Understand? Get us
1: out of here. Quiet, Victoria. Listen to him. Mm. Yes,
2: listen to me. What was I saying? Oh, yes. So I discovered this place and I settled here. But after a while, I grew quite lonely. And I thought to myself... Why shouldn't I find others like myself? People the... (laughs) Again, I use the phrase... People the so-called normal world called abnormal. But it was quite difficult to find enough of them... And to get them to come to my little utopia. Until you fixed it. We, madman, what have we to do with you? I mean you and your kind. Remarkable how many people in this world became abnormal. As soon as your sort began to... What is the word you use? Enlighten... Oh, yes. Began to enlighten the world.
1: Marlow, make them stop talking. Mm-hmm. Now I want to hear him. Yes, hear me
2: out. Remarkable how many people became like I am as soon as the enlightenment of brutality and conquest and domination, and above all, the enlightenment of flying bombs came upon them. Oh, 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 I soon had more than enough candidates for my little community. Yes, indeed. You can't
1: keep us here. No,
2: not me. You can't. But you surprise me, good gentleman. This is the ideal place for you. What does he mean? I mean that here in my little crazy town, we live and love and kill as our fancy strikes. <gasps> without even the necessity of slogans and catchphrases with which to quiet the conscience. Oh, oh you'll want to stay with us, gentlemen. Not me. No, I
3: won't stay here, you crazy old devil.
2: But Uh, are you so different, gentlemen? I'm
3: sane. And so
2: am I. But your business, Captain, is it sane to fly the skies, to bring death to creatures made in your own image, to kill women and children? We do our duty. No man has a duty beyond what he knows is right. And since you do what you do, it must be because you believe it is right to kill and destroy with no more reason than the dictum of ambitious power mad men. (laughs) So I assure you, gentlemen, you are one of us. And so you will stay. No, you can't keep me here. Yes. Against our will. Yes, your legs will mend, so you must want to stay. For if you go and give away our little secret, that would be most unfortunate for the rest of us. Oh, oh it's very definite, good gentleman. You must want to stay. Not in a matter Not I'll... me. Gentlemen, good gentlemen. You make me weary and angry
3: explaining.
2: I tell you, you and yours are like us. The prince of normal men said... Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And you say, Blessed are they that take with force. So how can you be normal?
1: If I had a gun. A gun.
2: Now, that's another thing. The prince of the normal said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. And you say, blessed are the war makers. Now, that proves that you're like us.
3: Stop it, it's out he of He said, here.
2: blessed are they that are persecuted for righteousness' sake. And blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you. But you are the persecutors, good gentlemen. So you are one of us. I welcome you. We all welcome you.
3: Come in, ladies and gentlemen. Sure. Huh? Who are they? Who are they? They are like you, the nobility of unreason. They have come to welcome you, gentlemen.
1: Oh, no. What
3: so dark leaving it? For hours. The devil in
1: hell, what is he up to? Shut your mouth. If I go crazy, it will be you driving me to it.
3: (sighs) He and those other crazy ones. Bringing us here and leaving us. Planning our death. I know it. Mala, tell me. What are they up to? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: What's that? What? Someone came into the room. No. No one.
3: Listen. I hear. Who's there? Who's there? Woman. Yes. Who are you?
1: What do you want? what
2: What is she saying? Uh, I don't know She... Ah!
3: What is it, what? Something in her room. I, I can't see anything so dark
2: Oh, no uh, I'm not afraid of her The child mm. The child in her arms. Oh, Come closer, woman What do you
1: want her for?
2: She can help us Closer, woman, closer
3: Woman, stop mourning to that child and listen.
2: Listen, help us get out of here and we'll give you money. We'll
3: give. No. Victoria, what? In her arms. Look, I can't twist around my leg. Woman, get away. Get away. Victoria, what is this?
1: You said that child. No. Woman, get away. Tell me, tell me what? Bam. 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 You have gone mad. Now, see for yourself, see. Oh. Ah. A bomb he told us sent from our plane without exploding Woman, woman, get out of here with that thing Get out Get out with that, woman,
3: get out You'll set it off You'll get no. off No, wait Wait, reason, with woman Woman, woman, what are you saying?
1: Why do you carry that bomb?
3: Baby My baby Baby
2: No No, it's a bomb Do you hear me? A bomb.
3: Baby.
2: Put it down. If it goes off,
3: it will kill you.
1: My baby. My baby.
3: Something fell from the sky. Victoria. Is crazy, too. Oh, this is No, 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 no. no. I No. Don't touch the percussion head. It will go off. Smaller. get up. I take it away from her. My legs, I can't move. No. no. Don't touch it, woman. do Don't. Don't. Don't.
1: Tonight's play, Crazy Town, was especially written for radio by Arch Obler and featured Edmund O'Brien, Charlotte Manson, Paul Stewart, John Brown,
2: and Betty Kane.
0: Arch Obler's Plays was a radio anthology series written, produced, and directed by Arch Obler. Minus a sponsor, it only ran for one year, from 1939 to 1940. It was revived on Mutual for another one-year run in 1945. The stories focused on horror, but there were some World War II stories in the second run. Leading film actors were heard on the series, including Ingrid Bergman, Gloria Blondell, Eddie Cantor, James Cagney, um, among many others. Arch Obler was an American playwright, screenwriter, novelist, producer, and director, who was active in radio, films, theater, and television. He generated much attention with his radio scripts, particularly the horror series Lights Out, and his work in radio remains the outstanding period of his career. Praised as one of broadcasting's top talents, he is regarded today as a key innovator of radio drama. Obler sold his first radio scripts while still in high school during the 1920s and rose to fame when he began scripting the NBC horror anthology Lights Out in 1936. He later found it, found notoriety with his script contributing to the December 1937 edition of the Chase and Sanborn Hour. In Obler's sketch, host Don Amici and guest Mae West portrayed a slightly bawdy Adam and Eve, satirizing the biblical tale of the Garden of Eden. On the surface, the sketch did not feature much more than West's customary suggestive double entendres. And today it seems quite tame, but in 1937, that sketch and a subsequent routine featuring May trading suggestive quips with Edgar Bergen's dummy Charlie McCarthy helped the broadcast cause a furor that resulted in Wes being banned from broadcasting and from being mentioned at all on NBC programming for 15 years. While Obler's greatest fame and contribution to American society came from his work in radio, he continued his work in movies and television.